0: Right Thursday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Help us set another record tonight. Set a record on Tuesday night, 993 people on. It was 800 and something we got here. 873 on Rumble, which only puts us about 127 from our goal of 1,000 on Rumble. So like and share, like and share, like and share. Just a couple of things off the pregame, everybody. The James, you have James Biden testifying on Capitol Hill. James Biden saying that he has a 50-year career. Fifty-year career doing what? Anybody can? anybody actually name what J- James Biden ever produces? Can anybody actually name what Hunter Biden has ever produced, or Frank Biden has, has ever produced, or Joe Biden's sister? Who I can never remember, remember her name. Uh, what what these people have ever produced? But James Biden says, "Is they're linking them? They're they're all." And I'll go over this later. They're going you know over you know, overboard with the, you know the alleged FBI informant that lied, which we'll get to all that. He didn't lie at all, but. We'll get to that later. I don't want to digress into that now because it hops like five, six, seven slides ahead of where I'm at, but James Biden has a 50-year career of doing what? Producing what product? Producing what good or what service? You have you have millions and tens of millions of dollars going into the Biden family, namely as Matt Gates was talking about coming from CEFC. So CEFC is what? An energy company out of, of course, China. And that's where the illustrious, they could talk about the the FBI informant, who's been an FBI informant for since uh, 2014 for nine years, in order to be an FBI informant, here I go, here I go, I'm leaping <laughs> ahead. In order to be an FBI informant for nine years, let me find, let me get his name because I want to say his name for everybody's side. So it's uh, there it is, Alexander Smirnoff. Can remember it. So Alexander Smirnoff was. They're saying Alexander Smirnoff's lying. So. Suddenly, and he was you know, lying about saying that he had the barisma tapes. So you got two different things going on here. Okay, you've got the barisma tapes where he's alleging, Smirnoff is alleging that he has tapes of Joe and Hunter Biden receiving bribes. Okay, that's simplistically how, what, what he says. Now, suddenly after nine years, now this guy Smirnoff has made probably millions, at least in the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars being informed from the FBI, for the FBI just like Christopher Steele was, but Christopher Steele lacked credibility even before the Steele dossier. See, I end up digressing into all this stuff, but they cut him off before they even did the Steele dossier. But again, I digress. But Smirnoff was a fully sanctioned FBI informant up until 10 minutes ago. And now he has been cut off and said that he was lying about the Barisma tapes, where you had the Barisma CEO talking to Joe and Hunter about bribing them. For all intents and purposes, five million to Joe, five million to Hunter. There was an FBI investigation. FBI was, was or supposed to be, or, you know, you never know what the FBI is truly doing, looking into it. And now suddenly, Smirnoff is lying. So who now? Who is this liar? He, the one who exposed the bribery, and the one who exposed the people covering up the bribery, is now deemed by the person receiving the bribery and the people who. Covered up the person receiving the bribery. They have now deemed him to be a liar. You see how that works? So James Biden's on Capitol Hill. And and the Democrats think they got a big win with Smirnoff. Smirnoff, fully credentialed, fully accredited FBI informant for nine freaking years. Okay, nine straight up till 10 minutes ago. Of course, I'm being facetious with 10 minutes ago, but you know what I mean. So they're switching over to James Biden. So, James Biden's on Capitol Hill. He said he's got a 50-year career. Claims to not know what CEFC is. (laughs) CEFC is a Chinese fossil fuel company, energy company. Of which, that's the WhatsApp message. I should keep that holster. I should have Aaron keep that holster at all times. That's the WhatsApp message with Hunter talking to the chairman of CEFC saying, "Um, where's the rest of my money? I'm sitting here with my daddy. And don't don't please don't underestimate my ability or his ability to take vengeance upon you and other people for not giving us the money that we're doing. Money to do what? Is, is Hunter Biden going to is Hunter Biden opening oil fields here in, in, in Florida off off the off the west coast of Florida, off the east coast of Florida? Is he is he opening up oil fields in Montana? Is he no, he's just simply receiving money from CEFC? so that Joe Biden will okay them in whatever areas of the swamp they want to be okay. That's all James Biden has done, and James Biden was part of that CEFC deal. And James Biden, who has a 50-year career in all of these various businesses that he has no expertise in, not one of them. He has no expertise in any of the businesses that he's been operating in for 50 years. He just peddles access to Joe Biden which is a felony on Joe Biden's part every time James does it and Joe abides in it. Whenever, whenever James Biden opens up a door for some foreign official to talk to Joe Biden, that is influencing, influence peddling. That's one criminal count. And then the other criminal count is when you open up political doors, commerce doors via politics for your family, that's another felony. And that's all that James Biden says he's been, de- he's been depending on his talent, judgment, and skills. What what talent, what judgment, and what skills? All he does is pedal Joe Biden. That's it. On Nikki Haley, this last thing on the pregame, like, Tom, why don't you just do this in the regular show? I know, I probably should. <laughs> but Nikki Haley, I mean, you think about it, she's, she's being interviewed on Fox News uh, by Harrison Faulkner there, and Harrison Faulkner says, you know, we've lost three states. And, and Nikki Haley, now this is somebody who wants to represent us as conservatives. Now, we as conservatives, we we actually represent and epitomize reality, right? We epitomize reality. We're going, you know what? The guy's got a penis, so his name's still going to be Tom, not Tommy. I mean, not Tammy. We're going to call him by Tom, not Tammy, because that's reality. A baby inside of the womb is a human being because it can't be a whale or a fish or, or a bear or any other animal. That's reality. We recognize reality. And Nikki Haley's asked by Harrison Faulkner, you haven't won a state yet. Is this gonna be the state that you finally win a state? So there's been three primary states. Uh she's finished either last or second in every one. She finished she finished last in the last one. She won one county by one vote. That's that's what she won in Iowa. So if that was last well, maybe New Hampshire New Hampshire's after Iowa. So but anyway, it gets confusing. But Nikki Haley hasn't won a, a primary uh, election yet. She hasn't won a primary uh, campaign yet. She's 0 for 3. And and she actually says, and Foner, I can't believe you would say that I haven't won a, a state yet. <laughs>
1: it's amazing. You, you, know, you know why we're
0: saying it, Aaron goes, it's amazing. <laughs> you know why we're saying you haven't won a state? Uh, because you haven't won a state. Yeah. This is somebody who's running... On the conservative, on the on the Republican ticket as allegedly a conservative, who's now at every podium she can get at saying she's the first brown woman to uh. win a gubernatorial race in the United States of America, whatever it was. I'm like, how are you brown? Exactly. I mean, no, I mean, she's as white as me. I mean, she may have some other heritage or whatever, but how are you brown? And she says allegedly that she's been the victim of racism. What Racism. And, and I want documented cases of how you're a victim. But again, she just drifts into the non-reality of the left. How in the world can you say that I haven't won a race because you haven't won a race? That's why, Nikki. All right, let's start the show here. Um, oh, oh, Leland, that's where I'm at, right? Yes. I messed, up my, I messed up my slides. Here we go. All right, so we're going back to the border, sadly. Going back to the border. Got to, got to cover some border stuff. And just to, just to put this out there, Again, just for everybody, in case you missed the stats, they can talk about comprehensive border reform all they want. They can do all the, I'm talking about the left and rhino Republicans, which are the left, just disguised as the right. Not well disguised, but disguised as the right. They can talk about comprehensive border reform all they want. What they're going to do now, just like they're trying to to turn, they're trying to turn the Russian collusion hoax back on by saying that Donald Trump is colluded with Russians again via this FBI informant that's now been found to be a liar by the liars. Liars have found somebody to be a liar. They're trying to turn that back on. Now what they're going to try to do is blame the border on Republicans because they didn't pass the border security bill, which is a border invasion bill, a border illegal invaders bill. And because they turned off Title 42 or had a part of turning off Title 42, none of that matters. Here's the numbers. Under Donald Trump, when Donald Trump left office, 8,000 illegal invaders were crossing the border per month, according to CBB statistics. Now there are 12,000... Illegal border invaders crossing the border illegally every day. That's a fact. There's no disputing it. And that border security bill, they wanted to allow 5,000 people per day, cap it at 5,000 people per day. And the only people that count in that number were Mexicans and Canadians. I hope you know that. So they could count basically. How many many Mexicans do you believe that are actually crossing the border? Hardly any. All the Mexicans that were going to cross the border, what have they already done? They've already crossed the border. So it's hardly any, ma- and of course, how many Canadians ever illegally migrate into the United States? I can honestly say this. We've been covering the border for a long time. And of course, there's there's 169 countries that have been represented by the Biden administration legally crossing the border, which of course always flummoxes the entire argument that you're a racist or a xenophobic or whatever you are for being being for border security and shutting down the border. Because how who exactly am I a racist against, right? So I can I can tell you this flat out that we have never seen a Canadian at the southern border. In all of my coverage of the southern border, which has been for the last four years and 15 days flat in the curve, I've never seen a, a, a Canadian trying to illegally cross the southern border, ever. So just think about that. That five thousand that are allowed in per day, hundred fifty thousand per month, one point eight million per year. That can only that those numbers only count if they're not if if they are Mexicans or Canadians. <laughs> That's it. And if they somehow magically do reach that 5,000 number, they just put them, they they send them to the port of entry in Mexico and then load them on buses and drive them across the border at your expense. And anytime Marcos wants to shut down this emergency shutoff, he can't for any reason he wants. And Biden can shut it down for any any reason he wants. Just so everybody knows. So when they try to say that the Republicans didn't vote for the border security bill, the border invasion bill, that's the actual data in the border invasion bill. All right, so Holy London, but I just want to show you this. Matter of fact, you guys can just run this side by side when you can. Here's it, Holy London's words. Desperate Pal- uh, Palestinians fleeing Gaza to stand at the Egyptian border. Now, we can sit here and we can talk about... Uh, so, I'll finish what it says here. Palestinians trying to flee from Gaza, trying to get into Egypt. That's Egypt on that side. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want everybody... And just let this thing roll back and forth, let it back and forth, back and forth, guys. Okay, look at that. Okay, how many people are getting through that wall? Aaron, Will, you guys count for me. If, when I miss it, if I miss it, because I've got, I've got zero. Those are Egyptian soldiers. So I've got zero. So, Aaron, if you see one or Will, you see somebody out there that has somehow gotten past the 20-foot multi-layered razor wire wall, past the next 20-foot pure concrete wall to the next 15-foot concrete wall, <laughs> to the next 15-foot concrete wall. If you guys happen to see anybody actually cross, let me know. (laughs) So here's the thing. Do you really need comprehensive border border reform? Do do we really need it? We need comprehensive border reform. Why don't we just build that?
1: Yeah, seven walls.
0: Yeah, let's just have it. Aaron goes, goes, seven walls. (laughs) I I think we can get away with two. I mean, I I think we can get away with an angled razor wire wall. And it's all been proven. Just let this run, guys. Don't take it down until I tell you. Egypt, of course, not allowing any Gazans to into their country. <laughs> all of which they have the exact same religion, but they won't let them in. Weird how that is, isn't it? Weird. Of course, you we know, go Scotland and Ireland want to let them in, but it, their own neighbor won't. That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> racist. Yeah, racist. Of yeah, racist against their own race. Themselves. So okay, whatever. So so anyway, so you can see walls work, and, and we we already had a petri dish. Uh, Laboratory test of this in Eagle Pass, Texas. Did we not? Because all that they did, it was not nearly as elaborate. Look at that. Look at that bad boy. That's all you need. You, comprehensive border reform? Really? No. Build that. And you don't need, eight, like Trump's border wall is $8 billion. You don't need $8 billion. You don't, you don't need $4 billion to build that. You need five six 600000000 to build that across the entire, to attach it and build it across the entire country. That's all you Southern border. That's all you need. I'm telling you. That doesn't cost anything to build that. Nothing. That's That's just, that's just, you know, steel poles firmly embedded into the ground and concrete and razor wire. Razor wire, by the way, just so everybody knows, it's cheap. And we have, we have the Petri dish experiment in Eagle Pass where, remember the, remember the statistics in Eagle Pass before Joe Biden sued Eagle Pass, but even after they lost, Joe Biden never went and took down the razor wire and Abbott put up more razor wire, which is what you have to do. So Eagle Pass Texas had 3,000 illegal border entries per day before Abbott dispatched the National Guard and Texas State Police to that area, and they put up razor wire right there. Not nearly as extravagant as this, this razor wire, by the way. is only about nipple high. <laughs> you know how many got in? Nipple high razor wire at an angle, kind of like this. That's it. So the illegals would be coming through over here. That's it. Actually, it'd be about like that. And the right, the legals would be right here. You can't get in, you can't climb over it, nothing. Yeah. It's only about nipple high and then a little bit over your head. How many got in after simply putting razor wire? That could not have cost more than 100 grand. Because this Eagle Pass, Texas. And, and again, razor wire is cheap. So they went from 3,000 illegal border invaders per day to zero. <laughs> and you know what they're still at? Zero. Zero. Problem solved. No comprehensive border reform. No border security bill that gets passed, or not passed, but gets uh, put out by James Lankford, conservative Republican out of Oklahoma in cooperation with Chuck Schumer. You don't need any of it. Just put up razor wire. They're not getting out. You know, the thing is, if what happens if an illegal migrant gets stuck in the razor wire? Uh, we'll have the equipment to simply lift over one of our CBB agents, Onto the other side and untangle them. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. Ain't nobody gonna die. Every people, only people die an hour because of Biden and their open borders. Close the border, ain't nobody gonna die anymore. Cartels can't get through it either. They don't have the ability to get through it either. You can't get through it unless you are unless you are a foreign military. You are not getting through razor wire. Simple as that. So I just want to show you how easy it is and how ridiculous our government is. How ridiculous Rhino Republicans are. That pass these comprehensive border reform bills. You don't need any of it. You need right there. That's it. We can't afford what Egypt does. Let's go to this one Sassafras 84 video, Tucker Carlson. It's their new voter base. Play for me. Where are you guys from? Colombia. Colombia. Where are you from? Colombia. Mm-hmm. Colombia.
1: Brazil. I'm from Brazil. Brazil. Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Where are you guys from? Kazakhstan Kazakhstan China? China. China? Where are you guys from? Kyrgyzstan Kazakhstan Kyrgyzstan Kyrgyzstan And guys, what's so interesting about all this is, remember, the Biden administration and specifically VP Kamala Harris have uh, really focused their efforts on the so-called root causes in three countries, the Northern Triangle countries, Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. None of these people behind me are from any of those countries. As a matter of fact, the entire time we've been down here in San Diego County, I haven't met a single person from any of those Northern Triangle countries. A lot from Asia, a lot from the Middle East, a lot from South America. Send it back to you.
0: So just a couple of things, guys, play that one side by side, Aaron, because I want to go over what you just said about their clothing. But anyway, so just one thing. So you got the, the countries that Kamala Harris is in charge of the border. So, I mean, that, she's in charge of the border. You know, 12,000 illegal migrants per day crossing the border. 8,000 <laughs> per month under Donald Trump, 300,000 per month. Three, so just everybody knows the difference in numbers. 3, 300,000 per month versus 8,000. 8,000 under Trump, 300,000 under Biden-Harris. And allegedly, she's supposed to be addressing the root causes of illegal migration. And, and there's three countries that he named. One of them's El Salvador, the other one's Colombia. So she's supposed to be addressing the. No, it wasn't Colombia, it was El Salvador or something else, something else. Can't remember. But anyway. None of them were just found by Bill Malugin at the border right here where he's interviewing people. Not one of them was found there. Not, so any, hardly anybody's coming from their root causes countries. It just shows you how full of crap these people are. Yeah. They'll say, we're, we're addressing the root causes. No, you're trying to usher in a new voter base, and you're actually trying to usher in the, the one-world agenda that you hear me talk about all the time, leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by them, controlled by the left. One of the tactics of that is the flood, third world, first world country, third world migrants. Now, if you look at these people's clothing here, where's the de- where, is, where is the desperation? I'm just curious. I mean, uh, Aaron knows what he's talking about. Right these there. are nice clothes. Where's the desperation? Why, where's, where's look how fat the kid is. Well-dressed. Where's the desperation, exactly? These, these are people that are, claiming asylum, in order for you to be claiming asylum, your country has to be a dire threat to you. Do they look like they're escaping from a country who is a dire threat to them? Colombia, Brazil, uh, Kazakhstan, and Kyrgyzstan. How the freak do you get here from Kyrgyzstan and <laughs> Kazakhstan? I mean, I, just I, I don't know how anybody can be a leftist. I mean, if you want to believe for open borders, then just say it. We want we want no borders and just say it none of them actually say it. They call this closed. <laughs> they call this closed. And nobody can if you're coming over here from China, Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, you are not coming through normal channels. You are coming across on ships and on cargo ships, funneled here probably and paid for by cartels over there and then brought to cartels in Mexico. This is who's flooding the country. Go, Aaron.
2: Um, yeah, no, I was going to say on that that still that we have, I'll put it back up, is
1: they're, those Nikes are like brand-new white. <laughs> white, <laughs> yeah. brand-new Nikes. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, bring me your huddled masses,
0: right? This yeah. is all a con job. It's all a con job. You're like, Tom, are you blaming these people? Yes, I'm blaming these people. They're lawless. They need to be, they need to be kicked out of the country immediately. It's as simple as that. Uh, they need to be expelled right out of the country. And, of course the leftists, and rhino Republicans. Republicans were in favor of keeping the border open for a long time, too. So, you know, it's all a lie. Nobody's here for asylum. They're here because they, brought, they they were basically paid to come here. It's as simple as that. And we'll get more into that in a minute. Our Radio Genoa video. I just want to warn, I've got several videos here in a row I want to show you of what will happen in our country if this doesn't stop because our country is always about... Two to five years behind Europe. Whatever's happening now, they've had open borders now in Europe for five, six years longer than we've had it. And now, of course, they're experiencing mass violence, mass rape rates from Muslims. Okay, Tom, you're xenophobic. You're, you're Muslim-phobic. I'm not anything. <laughs> Who's committing the mass rapes? Uh, to be the Muslim immig- immigrants. Sorry. Absolute, abso- actual, factual. That's it. I don't care if you want to call me a racist. If it's mostly white people that are committing a crime, I'll tell you. It's mostly white people that are committing a crime. I'll tell you, I don't care. But this is one. Now, they've had open borders, and of course, they're Ursula von der Leyen's of the world and all of their other prime ministers, Ursula von der Leyen being the president of the European Union. And all of their prime ministers and whatever presidents they have for their various countries, Emmanuel Macron and Merkel when she was there, Boris Johnson when she was there. When uh, when he was there, she same thing. Um, all of them were saying that their borders were closed too, but their borders weren't closed. They have mass illegal migration. You should see that. I haven't even showed the videos of Italy. Italy Italy is absolutely this is this is World War II two being invaded, and and it's it's so sorry it's, it's just so sad that Georgia Maloney's not doing a damn thing about it. It's amazing to me, but I just wanted to show you what's coming to our country radio Genoa video mohammed doesn't work play for me
2: every weekend mohammed tries to get his children together for a day out but as mohammed and his wives are unemployed and dependent on benefits days like these are rare the difficulty of balancing many families on little money is a source of tension Attention exacerbated by his desire to share the state benefits they receive.
0: (laughs) Did everybody hear this? I mean, I hope I can paraphrase it good (laughs) enough. Muhammad doesn't work, of course. And the strain Mm. of supporting multiple families, because he has multiple (laughs) wives, on no income, and the stress that comes with having to share his welfare money with everybody. That's what it just said. Stress from having to support multiple families with no income, and then having to make sure that he properly uh, disseminates all of the governmental income he gets to equally to his multiple families. <laughs> and let me just state this again: Muhammad's fat. <laughs> Everybody notice the gut on the guy. Fat, not working. There he is in Great Britain, doing nothing and receiving government money. That's that's already happening here billions upon billions a country 34 trillion dollars in debt about to be 35 trillion dollars in debt in april is sending hundreds of billions of dollars to illegal migrants also democrats can grow a voter base and we can be be controlled out of davos because if you flood first world country with third world immigrants as you've heard me say a million times they have no heritage connection to the country, i.e., our constitution. So they are very easily go- glo- uh, globally governed. It is very easy. They have, they don't know about the Second Amendment, First Amendment, Fourteenth Amendment. They know nothing. So they are very easily globally governed. They don't even know they have rights. They just know they're living in America, which is a nation of rights. But they don't. They don't, they don't know those things. Who would know it when you're in here? Your, when you're when you move, to, you don't speak the language, and you're here for 15 minutes. Nobody would know. Ian Miles Chong video. I just want to show you that's what's coming here. And you're like, we're having mass Muslim migration, uh, you know, in Great Britain. We don't have that. Yeah, we do. Yeah, mass, 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 mass Muslim migration in the United States to the southern border. And our migration, if Biden is allowed, just so everybody knows this too, we're a larger country than Great Britain, Italy, and all the others. But really, we're more the size of Europe. We're even bigger than that if you don't count Russia. 12,000 illegal entries per day. Per day, three hundred thousand per month. We pale in comparison. I mean, they pale in comparison to us. Yeah. We we will we will catch them. If Biden gets reelected, we'll catch them by the end of his second administration. We will be as bad off as Europe is. How bad off is Europe? Ian Miles' strong video. Migrants show zero respect for police. Play it for me. Is that what you're telling me? from <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Coming soon to an American city or state near you. I'm, I'm fully exempt, Tom. I live a long ways away. You know, they thought that too. They thought that too, but that look, that's coming. And now, you're, you know, I was a cop for 25 years, 1992, 2017, right where I'm sitting right, right now, Sarasota County, Florida. Tom, would that have happened to you? No. Aaron brought up the point why. You know why? Because I had a 9mm on my side. That ain't gonna happen to me, but you got these cuck police in... In Great Britain, they're the ones who threw people to the ground because they weren't wearing a mask, but Cuckboy boy can't stand up there, Kenny. Now, with, you know, that's coming. And like, what's, what's really amazing, the first people that will be victimized, just like they are now, they're not, well, not the first people that will be victimized because they have to make it all the way from Texas up. So Texas and Arizona and Southern California are always the first victims, but California wants it so they don't get counted as a victim. Arizona under Hobbs, the parts that are in favor of Hobbes, they want it. So they don't, they're not counted as victim, but Texas is. But the, a lot of those migrants, looks like they're migrated to London, are gonna be migrating to Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Atlanta. Enjoy it, guys. Enjoy it. All all the all the mayors, you know, all the governors like Hokel's complaining about now. Eric Adams is complaining about it now, obviously. Enjoy it because this is what's coming. Mass chaos. Mass lawlessness, uh, felony crime rates through the roof, all crime rates through the roof. Enjoy it because that's exactly what's happening in Europe. Here's another one. Radio Genoa video. I don't even know how to pronounce this word, but it's er- Eritrean African immigrants burn down the Hague. Play it for me. <laughs> Just want to show you what's coming in, coming to us they're all that you know they're all so welcoming you know the rape rate in sweden is unfreaking fathomable just so you know and it's all illegal muslim migrants who have no respect for a woman's privacy no respect for any woman who's not clothed from head to eye to eyebrows and from I, you know, bottom of your eyes all the way down to your ankles. They have no, all the way down to the bottom of your feet. No respect at all. So that's like free rape zone, free rape zone. All, so they're getting paid with government money to rape the natural citizens. Imagine that. Imagine being somebody who is, who is in charge of the government or in the government, and you are actually paying these people to rape your citizens, and even after they get a rape conviction, they still keep them in the country. Here's another one: an e. my Strong video. The levels more from Europe, violence, and from illegal migrants. Play it for me. Padre, c- no 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 ¿Qué qué?
1: ¿Qué la ¿Qué
3: ¿Qué pasa?
0: so basically we start off with you have a disarmed europe who's unable to defend themselves against somebody with a hammer and here you have an attempted at sexual assault now here's what i want to address to so the two cuck boys standing there look at, the, look at those two look at those two cuck boys who don't do a thing to help this woman and what's the saddest thing about this video is probably that woman and those two cuck boys who didn't even try to help the woman who's being, who's being the victim of a attempt to sexual assault, they're all going to vote in the exact same policies again that's causing this. Yeah. That's what's truly amazing to me that absolutely blows my mind. That everybody that is seeing what's happening in New York, just leave this photo up for me, that seeing what's happening in New York, seeing what's happening in Philadelphia, what's happening in L.A., what's happening in Chicago, mass infiltration of illegal border invaders, your schools are being taken over. It ain't going to be long until everything's taken over and your bank is in your... And Denver, which we played, which is going bankrupt because of illegal migrants. New York's going bankrupt because of illegal migrants. Um, the entire state of California, $68 billion of debt going bankrupt because of illegal migrants. Everybody there is going to vote for the exact same politicians that are allowing the illegal border invasion. Again, they're going to do it. This is why we have a federalist system. Screw California. Screw Illinois. Screw New York. Let them go. They get, if we're running the show, which we will be in 2025... If you, if you deem yourself, you crown yourself a sanctuary city, you get no federal dollars at all. Zero. And guess what? They'll stop crowning themselves sanctuary cities. But this just blows my mind right here on many levels. How are you as a man watching a woman being accosted and assaulted and battered and you stand there and do freaking Nothing. I wonder why. Probably because they're afraid of being called a racist. But you know what? You need to go ahead and intervene anyway, you stupid little cuck boys. And not only do they not intervene, they're not making phone calls either. Yeah. So I guess they're just going to let this woman be raped in broad daylight. This is what's coming to America and it's already coming because there are many Americans that have died because of Joe Biden. Of course, the fentanyl, that's over 100,000 Americans per year die of fentanyl. That's the number one cause of death for basically anybody under the age of 30. And America is fentanyl poisoning. So congratulations, to Joe Biden, on that. And all you left leftars that voted for him. And all, and all of the alleged right-wingers that voted for Joe Biden because it'll, he'll bring civilization back. You know, he's going he, to he, bring in even-mindedness again. You know, he, he's going to, you know, bring in maturity again. Oh, great. He, he's done a fantastic job. So you got the 100,000 people that died of fentanyl overdoses. We, we got that. But there's also the multiple rapes robberies, car chases, DUIs, DUI deaths, traffic homicides, and numerous other homicides of American citizens. So American citizens are paying our tax dollars, billions and billions, $34 trillion in debt, going to illegal migrants for all their health care, trans surgeries, and everything else. We are paying to be victims, just like the Europeans are, and it's gonna get much the only reason why we're not already this bad, and everybody, eight hundred and sixteen people that are watching right now, we would all we'd all be intervening in this. I know that I'm preaching to the choir, except for the few probably cuck boy leftards that are watching right now. Probably would cheer it on because she's white. But it's coming. And the only reason why that it isn't the way that it is in this in the in the videos that I've shown you is because we're a much larger larger country and we can absorb how much we can absorb a lot more migrants. Well, when you're allowing in 12,000 per day, 300,000 per month, and again, according to CBP statistics, it's one to five times that many because most people who cross the border illegally, we never see. So it's way more than that. And I'm not even getting into the sex trafficking of children or anything else than those victimizations. Let me show you this mischief video alarming. This video shows why DHS Secret- Secretary Alejandro, ready? Mayorkas was smirk- smirking uh, while before the Congress and the Senate. They are funding the invasion. We all think, well, you know, we know they're funding the NGOs at the border. Are they funding NGOs before they ever get to the border? Let's look. Play for me. Right. Now, Secretary of Homeland Security Mayorkas used to be a board member on HIAS. Really? So, yeah. And in fact, I was getting ready to rent that house and Hyas rented it before I could get it. Right. Okay. So, but that's right beside what we call China camp. Now, when secretary of uh, Homeland security, Mayorkas flew to Darien on April 18th of
1: 2022,
0: I had been waiting for him for four days and he landed in four Blackhawks, landed right in front of me, went right past the highest office and went into San Vicente camp. Now they have, he has. Pledged money to build it, which he has. So that camp is now. You can see the drone footage of the day he's in it. That's it. Wow! That's look it. at that's that. It. That's his people going in right there. Uh, that's the, he's in the middle of that thraggle. So we're funding this. We're funding. We're, it. we're paying yep. to make these camps yep. as stopovers to make it comfortable for you while you prepare yourself to come into our country illegally. And there's IOM. Aaron, see if you can clip me a picture of that camp. Give me the best picture that you can of that camp that was there. And I just want to show you, again, we are paying to be raped, to be robbed. Oh, racist! Which race? 169 races have crossed nationalities across the southern border under the Biden administration. So who am I racist against? Kyrgyzstan racist? Uh, Kazakhstani racist? Chinese racist? Colombian racist? Costa Rican racist? Which one am I racist against? Please tell me. <laughs> If you're going to call me a xenophobic racist, I just want to know who it is exactly. I'm a xenophobe or racist guest. That's all I want to know. You just tell me that. We are paying tax dollars, our dollars, $34 trillion in debt, $60-some-odd trillion dollars worth of unfunded liabilities, or $100 trillion worth of unfunded liabilities. We're going to, we are adding a trillion dollars worth of debt every hundo days now under Joe Biden. Democrats want to talk about Biden. Obviously, okay. $100 tr- $1 trillion every 100 days. Basically, every three months, we add a trillion dollars to the debt. Great Biden Amish. Fantastic job. Fantastic job. That's why we have hyperinflation, by the way. But in the midst of all that, look what we're building. And where, where is this at? This is in the Darien Gap in Panama. You are building this so that you can facilitate robbers, racist, and normal migrants through the Darien Gap at your expense. You and I are paying for this with our tax dollars. How does this work again? Leave this up for me, guys. I'll tell you when to take it off. How does this work again? Well, you know, you send your money to the, you know, Mayorkus used to be on the board of the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society. That's highest. That's highest right there. Circle those tents. That's highest. okay? Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society. Now, what do you, how do you think it's going to work? If he's on the board, how much money does he get from highest? for one thing? So he secures tons of money to that NGO while he is uh, HHS secretary. And then once he's no longer HHS secretary, sorry to say that fast, he goes back onto the board of highest, gets paid again. It sounds like a whole Hunter Biden scheme going on here. As usual, Democrats get paid on both ends. Their failures, their successes, no matter what, they get paid on both ends. Just like It's like Ukraine. They're both the arsonist and the firefighter. They get paid on both ends. They get paid for the military-industrial complex while the war is going on. And then they get paid to rebuild it with the IMF and the Bill Hillary Clinton Foundation that's rebuilding it, along with JP Pritzker's Hyatt uh sister. They own Hyatt. They're they're rebuilding Ukraine also. And so J.P. Pritzker's gonna get paid. He's already a multi-billionaire. So you have my Orcas, you and I are paying for our own. We are paying to import racist. I mean, not racist, rapist. We are paying to import not deport, import child sex traffickers and child sex slaves. Right there. We're paying for it. Not at the border. Yes, at the border too. Plenty of Catholic charities at the border. The Red Cross is down here too, by the way. That's another NGO. And what happens is, is they send all that money, billions of dollars to these NGOs, and the NGOs then filter it back into the pockets of Democratic Party politicians that through legislation... Or just through policy, funneled the money to them originally. Again, you heard me use the the example a million times 600 $600 million per year of your dollars, you and I pay to abort children. $600 million of our money goes to Planned Parenthood per year. Trump shut that off. Joe Biden immediately on day one put it back on. So, Planned Parenthood sends tens of millions over years, hundreds of millions. Two Democratic Party politicians, who then, of course, vote in favor of Planned Parenthood, fund the multi millions and millions of dollars worth of salaries that are involved with Planned Parenthood. Who call themselves, you know, women a women's health clinic. Who do nothing but abort women. I mean, ab- <laughs> that's true. They do abort half of a, half of every child they kill is a woman, and they claim to be for women's rights. But all they do is actually kill people. They claim to be for women's health solutions. They don't do mammograms. They don't do anything. They do nothing but abort. Abort people. Kill people. That's all that they do. But they get their $600 million per year as an NGO. And then they use it to elect Eric Swalwell, to elect AOC. And when you elect those people, you you not only elect them, you personally enrich them. Because they can use their campaign finances, as we just found out with Fannie Willis, who just said on the stand, that she made a mass, uh, uh, she used a mass amount of money out of her campaign finances She took a a big chunk out of her campaign finances and used it for various purposes. Eric Swalwell travels the globe eating at five-star restaurants and and staying at five-star hotels and riding, sadly, shirtless on camels that we all have to see. All at actually taxpayer expense. I would never send a dollar to Swalwell. You do. Via Hyas. Because they're going to send money to Eric Swalwell. You're like... I thought I mean I thought that I was just part of my you know my FICA and all no it's that it, this word's and if they don't have enough money because of course they only bring in about four trillion dollars a year four to five trillion dollars worth a year of tax of tax revenue and Joe Biden so we brought in five trillion last year and Joe Biden's budget was seven trillion so you're losing on both ends of course all your tax dollars go down here and then Joe Biden's causing hyperinflation also so of course we lose on both sides so i just wanted to show you this that not only are we funding ngos at the border that are facilitating child sex trafficking and fentanyl trafficking you were telling me tom you know catholic charities and red cross are doing that yes yes they are they can claim whatever they want to claim but that's what they're doing they it's like we showed on that we showed you on the on the on the last podcast kids go through there they get a number assigned to them they have a name and a phone number basically stapled to them, not to their physical body, but to them. And Catholic Charities and whatever other NGOs at the border, they simply make a phone call to whatever that name and number is. Nobody knows who that guy is that's coming to pick up that kid. Nobody. We, we've shown you the videos. They never check. Don't ask, don't tell. They have absolutely no idea 85,000 kids are missing. That's, by the way, is strictly a 2021 2022 and part of 2023 number we have all of the rest of 2023 and the start of 2024 so how many kids are actually missing we know it's one to five times that many so it's a bare minimum of 170,000 kids that are missing we know that what are they doing where where are these kids at anybody know tens of thousands of them disappeared off the freaking globe nobody has any idea where they are well Hebrew immigrant aid, and you're like, Tom, are you attacking Israel? No, I'm just attacking the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society. That they need I'm not. I am an equal opportunity defender. I stand with Israel against Hamas. I stand against Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society because they're an NGO, being used to funnel fentanyl and child sex traffickers and child sex slaves across the southern border. And your tax dollars and my tax dollars are funding them and funding this tent city. It's pretty expensive right there, over a million dollars to build that thing, in uh, San Vicente Camp in, in the Darien Gap in Panama. Just wanted to, So that's the border. Let's switch off onto, uh, tra- on to the, transacti- uh, the transgender agenda. It's hard to say that, transgender agenda. And again, this is an agenda. This is leverage against you. It's all that it is. Again, the entire globalist agenda, from the left wing, left hard, globalist, bourgeois, leftist, elitist, it's the, their agenda is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with single access point controlled by them. We got that. And they use many tactics to do that. CBDC, vaccines, vaccine passports, pandemics, climate change, lawlessness, many other tactics, gun-grabbing, other tactics. One of those tactics is the transgender narrative, is to get you, that so they can add it to DEI, um, ESG and everything else, just another check mark that you have to check to qualify to do commerce. You I mean, did everybody ever notice that I'm 55, so I have some recollection of this. These guys are probably too young. I'm on the edge of being too young to even remember this. But remember when you didn't need any permits? You didn't need a permit to build a house. Didn't need a permit to go fishing. Didn't need a permit you know, to do you know, build this, you, you want to put it on a wall socket in your house, you got to go get a permit from the county. It's all leverage because at any moment, they can just say no. That's why they want you in an electric car. Then they control your fuel source because they got an ESG DEI company that's pumping the power into your house. They can just turn it off whenever they want. That's why they want CBDC currency, central bank digital currency, that you have no control over, so they can shut it off, which is why you need to buy gold, which I'll get to in a minute. But, So transgender is, they want to make you comply with this nonsensical agenda. It's like I told you before. We are the party, or we are the group, and we as Christians, or as conservatives, or as conservative Christians, we are the party of, or we are the grouping of people who is the legitimized. We are the legitimizers. We are legit. We say what is actually true. That's a human being in the womb. You should not kill that person because if you do, it's murder. That is a man because he has a penis. Even if he lops it off, he's still a man because he's got no uterus, he's got no ovaries, and even if he inverts his vagina, it's not a fu- he inverts his penis into a vagina. It's not a functioning vagina. Which, by the way, the health repercussions of a bunch of people walking around with inverted vaginas, that's only, we've only just begun to see what's gonna happen with that. And women that have had phallic symbols sewed onto them when they have basically a reverse inversion of their vagina and put into a, a phallic symbol that can never be erect and never produce any, can't produce any sperm, can't do anything. The health and mental side effects of these things, because it's really just begun, they coming for us also. But I have to show you this. Lips of TikTok video, giant male in Kip Academy in Massachusetts, of course, run by leftist, bourgeois, globalist elitist, Injured three girls during a basketball game. They ended the game early before he could hurt any more girls. Play for me, Will. All right, we're good so anyway I'm making Aaron cut me up me cut me another picture off of that see so everybody saw the video I mean the, the, this is a this is a giant boy a giant well hip Academy let's just say what he is he's a post professor there he is uh, right there there he is look at him and in, in comparison to every girl on the floor. he injures three girls and then they finally just cut the game short and here's the here's the thing where are the parents? you want to talk about cuck human beings. Where where are the parents? Why are you allowing your girl to play with this guy? What's I mean, again, I know they're Democrats. They're left hearts, They've they've worn masks. They wore a second mask, third mask, to their first, second, third, fourth, fifth vaccination. Can't wait for the eighth one to come out. I mean, it's already out for 65-year-olds. They can't wait to reduce that so they can take their eighth vaccination. I understand that they're gone, but, you know, you think, when your girl's laying on the ground because she's been trucked by this guy, Run over by this guy and he's already injured three girls he's uh, he's manhandling everybody in this game and like he's not even trying to look like a girl. this is a guy who could never qualify for the for the men's basketball team at Kip Academy so of course he goes and plays with the girls let me show you this Savannah, uh Deritech video trans activist assaults pro-lifers and I'm gonna show you this with the context of allegedly, we're the violent ones. Now I want you, I'm, I'm gonna give everybody an assignment you can send it to Aaron. If you can actually if Aaron can actually vet it, I'll play it right now on the, I'll have Aaron somehow I'll make it onto the podcast. I want you to send me a video of any of us right wing, it doesn't matter whether you're white or black or right wing, extremists, all of us right wing extremists, white white supremacists, racist. And you can be, by the way, you know, if you're Larry Elder or you know, any any. Uh, black male man or woman who's actually conservative you're a white supremacist also but if you're on if you're the conservative on the conservative side but I'm just challenging everybody to send me a video of us doing this to them play a formula
2: yeah
0: just I mean, just show just show I want one give me one send it to Aaron if you're in the chat right now you could possibly send it to us Send me one video. You can just play that next one, Will, just side by side if you guys can. That's just I wanted to show that guy did end up getting arrested. There he That's a guy pretending to be a girl, obviously rampaging through a crowd because he's actually a guy smashing women in a pro-life parade. And by the way, again, this just shows you something, that it's all one narrative. It's all, it's all one narrative. It's all one agenda because, of course, why would a trans person attack pro-lifers? They weren't there demonstrating against trans people. They were there... Uh, protesting abortion, but if you're trans, you're pro-abortion. If you love to wear a mask, you're you're pro-trans. If you're pro-trans, you love lockdowns. If you're pro-WEF, you love vaccines. If you love vaccines, you believe in masks. You want you believe in gun grabbing. It's all the exact same agenda, exact same groupthink, exact same symbiote. But I just I challenge everybody. Please send me a video of any white supremacist terrorist terrorizing one transgender person. Now, I know about this latest story I just chose not to cover about the girl who was killed in the bathroom, right? The trans girl, the non-binary girl. And let me just say, state this for everybody. Non-binary doesn't exist. And I loved, it was actually funny because I watched a left-tard lie, tell a whole, you know, give a whole narrative, did a whole TikTok video on it. All of it was bold face lies. And this non-binary female who got, who allegedly got killed in this bathroom, in the state of Oklahoma, where Shia Raycheck from Lives with TikTok is like on their advisory board for their board of education, and they're all attacking the governor because this non-binary girl who goes by they, which was hysterical because this person was telling the story and had to refer to her as they, so they went to the bathroom, and then they got beat up. So I'm, not, are you talking about one person or two people or what? It's all nonsensical bullcrap. It's nonsensical insanity where you're talking about an individual as a they. How do you, how would you? I mean, I'm thinking about it in law enforcement terms of all the probable cause affidavits I've filled out in my life. And somebody's, Aaron, Will's laughing, making me laugh. And I'm having to refer to somebody in a probable cause affidavit. Or you're like, Tom, would you have done it? No, I'd rather be fired. So I'll actually lose my job to do what's right. I won't put on a mask to keep my job. No, not gonna happen. I'm not gonna put on a mask to keep my job, keep my church. Do, no, no, I'll, I'll go underground. I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't I'm don't. i not, I have not been made a gelding. So, but anyway, so he's, he's telling the story and he say, he's calling this girl who pretends to be a guy. She calls, he calls her they. So that's the story. They went in the bathroom. So I'm like, who? They? Who's they? You see how confusing it is? So it's just all nonsensical, incoherent bull crap. So this girl goes into this bathroom and starts a fight with, her. she actually the non-binary female Goes in and starts a fight with three who? She's allegedly non-binary, so she could go to the men's room, but no, she goes to the ladies' room and starts a fight with three black females. Now, how is this any sort of how? What's this got to do with trans? Nobody ever correlated this to anything to do with trans because she went in and started the fight by dumping the water on these girls, dumping water on these girls so to start a fight. She ended up getting her head uh, hit up, you know, smack. I don't want to say smack. I don't want to make it overly dramatic or less dramatic than what's what's needed, but. Her head ends up hitting the floor. Her Mom takes her to the hospital. Hospital uh, treats her, but then releases her. And the girl ends up being fa- basically found dead. And now Shia Raychek is being blamed for this from a TikTok post from two years ago. That's what, that's what's happening with this. And, and the governor's being blamed for it. The girl started the fight. And the people who ended up injuring her, maybe they went too far and they need to an answer for it. But somehow this is a trans problem. And that's the only thing you can come up with is basically 13 on 13 year old girl crime. That's all you got? Show me one video. Because trans people are always saying that people like me, what do they call that call people like me, you know, white supremacist terrorist, racist, homophobic, transphobic, whatever else. People like me are. are causing a transgenocide. Where are the bodies? I said the same thing with COVID because I'm sitting here in the epicenter of oldness. Sarasota County, Florida is a retirement community. It's getting younger and younger and younger, but it's still average age years pretty old and there wasn't anybody in the emergency rooms. All during COVID. I sent people there. Nobody, nobody didn't send people, sent a guy there and I myself went. So if you count me and him, I sent people. Nobody's nobody's in the ER, so I'm just where is so there's no COVID patients. And then of course the reporter, uh, Todd Starnes in New York, he went to every emergency room in New York too during COVID, and they were they weren't full either. But yet they're having to bring in refrigerator trucks for all dead bodies, and and two Army Corps of Engineer hospitals that cost millions and tens of millions of dollars to build, retrofitting the USS Comfort, bringing it to New York Harbor, and and every and all those. Army Corps of Engineer Hospitals saw zero patients and, and the USS Comfort saw 127 127 patients in a city of 9 million. Really? And Todd Sarnes went to, to every emergency room in his neighborhood, which is you can get to a lot of emergency rooms in New York in a short period of time. Nobody was there. No patients, zero, absolutely empty. It's all lies. Transgender genocide, where? Where are the bodies? Send me one video. Send me one video of any conservative, I don't care what color they are, attacking a transgender pe- person, but I can send you one video after another like that one. And I can send you one uh, slide after another of who's, who is, who? what what segment of the population is committing all of our mass shootings right now? Trans people. But allegedly, we're the violent ones. Just showing that everything's a lie. Everything is a bold-faced lie. Where the heck am I? Live news, Aaron? Where, where am I? Wyoming Freedom. Thank you, guys. I am so far behind on my slides. There we go. Thank you, guys. You're awesome. All right, Wyoming Freedom Caucus. Now, I set this one up. Now, everybody, Aaron, Will, wouldn't you think Wyoming is conservative? Yep. I would, too, right? See, this is how everything's a lie. We're electing Democrats that run as Republicans. You're like, well, we would know that when they campaign. No, you won't. They're going to lie to you and then hope that you don't pay attention and just your state slowly turns purple then blue with the people that you voted into office. I voted for him too, folks. I voted for him too. I voted for Marco Rubio. I don't know how many times now. It's time for us to actually run legit conservatives that don't have much of a shot of winning according to the statistics. Because what's the difference between having a Republican who votes as a Democrat or just having the Democrat? Well, we won the election because they're electable. Yeah, you won want, you want an election but you elected a Democrat. So what's the difference? You might as well run the person who's actually conservative. Otherwise, you end up like this. Wyoming Freedom Caucus, unbelievable. 28 Republicans in the Wyoming House. I repeat, 28 Republicans in the Wyoming House. This is the state that voted Liz Cheney out, I believe it was, by 73%. 73% of the vote voted against Liz Cheney. 28 so these Republicans right here are they representing you Wyoming if there's anybody from Wyoming watching right now 28 Republicans there one of one of the Freedom Caucus members from Wyoming actually went on Bannon's war room 28 Republicans in the Wyoming House just voted to continue subsidizing gender affirming care not allowing gender affirming care paying for it Wyoming congratulations you are now you are now paying to have breasts lopped off of 13-year-olds. Testicles lopped off of 14-year-olds. Penises lopped off of 12-year-olds. Congratulations. You're like, heck no, Tom. We would never vote. We don't even want to allow that in our state. Not only is it allowed in your state, but the state government is paying for it. Play for me, Will.
2: When we talk about freedom, we need to have freedom for our medical community for the, the University of Wyoming, this um, family medical residency practice, they have to be able to have the autonomy, to have the freedom. When we talk about freedom, then that means that we have to leave professionals to do their job and to take the entire spectrum of whatever that means uh, into account. Um, it, this, this isn't where we start saying we believe in this social policy. You can believe whatever you want. This is something different. This is taking away that freedom for, med- for medical professionals. And it has been said, what if, 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 if you think that this gender care, you don't think that's something that, that should be done, that's fine. But there very well might be somebody that does need or want that help. These are adult professionals, certainly do not think uh, that it supports freedom. Uh, freedom for our professionals and, pre- and freedom for adults, which uh, which I believe this uh, this body that believes in conservative.
0: Just a couple of observations. You notice the person walking by with a mask on. I mean, here we are. It is uh, February 22nd, Aaron. Yep. 2024, and you got people in the Wyoming house. Wyoming, you can't get more conservative than people who vote 73% against Liz Cheney. Is that who your representatives are, people wearing a mask? And that wearing a mask against what? What, what and masks don't work anyway, so that, that's beside the point, but or that is the point, or another point wearing a mask against what the latest BA5, the latest what is the JN1 Omicron variant that <laughs> you notice has disappeared off the globe again after they came out and said, This thing, this thing's spreading like fire. Where is it? Slower. Where's JN1? Aaron, you heard of it in the last three weeks? Nope, month. No, nope. no, me neither. It's gone. <laughs> Jan one, it's spreading. You had Gottlieb back out there. Yeah, the dangerous thing about this thing, man, it's 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 spreading. It it's not nearly as deadly as the the. It's not nearly as deadly as the alpha variant. Not nearly as deadly as the alpha variant, which had a ninety nine point nine nine seven percent survival rate. Not nearly as deadly as ninety nine point nine nine seven percent survival rate. Not nearly as deadly as that. But it's, it's highly transmissible. They never even say it's more transmissible. It's just, just say it's highly transmissible. Whenever, when anybody operates in generalities, ignore them. They operate in specifics, pay attention to them. Real statistical data, real statistics, not fake Gavin Newsom data, real statistical data, pay attention to them. They operate in generalities like Scott Gottlieb, Anthony Fauci, and all the rest of the medical industry, ignore them. But she says back to the video, she says that if, if the government doesn't fund people lopping off their penis, breasts, and genitals, and their balls, that that's taking away doctors' freedoms. Here's, here's where I stand, and you guys tell me where you stand if you want to chime in. I think that if you're going to lop off your nuts, you ought to pay for it yourself. Yep. If you're going to lop off your penis, you ought, to, you ought to pay for that yourself. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're going to get penis inversion surgery where you lop off your penis, turn into a vagina. You ought to pay for that yourself. And he's this incoherent. I'm assuming that woman is a, a Republican, <laughs> nah. and she says that you can have whatever opinion you want to have about transgenderism, but this is different. This is about freedom. You're like Tom. That makes absolutely, and of course, it's incoherent. Don't try to make sense out of the non uh, out of nonsensical leftist statements. And yes, this is Republican talking mm. in the, in the video. She says you can believe whatever you want about transgenderism, but you can't take away people's freedom from lopping off their breast testicles and penises and putting them on hormone treatments and puberty blockers you which are not at all clinically tested definitely not tested long term it's taking away their freedom if you don't governmentally fund it it wouldn't be free wouldn't it be freedom that you pay for it listen if you're 18 years old and you want to go and your penis go right ahead
1: People pay for their own piercings.
0: Yeah, yeah. Will's <laughs> gone. yeah, pay for own piercing. You, you, so you pay for what you want to pay for your own procedures. Go right ahead, or have your insurance company do it. Insurance companies want to start paying for it. Notice they're not. But it's, it's always government. It's just like Gavin Newsom just funded transgender surgeries for illegal migrants in the state of California, a state that's sixty-eight billion dollars in debt, and somehow it's taking away freedom if the government doesn't fund. For people to have their body parts lopped off? All right, on to vaccines. Look at this. American Red Cross. Some of you have been seeing this, but I got to show you this one first. It's funny. It's almost, it's like a defiant L because they contradict themselves here. And I would give credit to who put this out, but I can't remember who did, who put this. I think it was out. defiant L. It may have been defiant yeah. Ls or, or it was. Uh, I can't remember. But anyway, American Red Cross. put this is, this is their stuff. I mean, gosh, you're like, Tom, this makes no sense. A lot of you have read it already because you're waiting for me to stop bloviating. I know. I talk talk too much. But anyway, American Red Cross, we don't label. I can barely get through this. I mean, (laughs) it's like I'm getting dumber reading this. I mean, my my IQ is going down reading this right now. I don't have to make it up by reading the Bible. We don't label blood products as containing vaccinated or unvaccinated blood. As the COVID-19 vaccine does not enter the bloodstream uh not one thing in that statement so far is true on any level <laughs> they do label the blood and it does enter the bloodstream nanolipid particles mm-hmm. and poses no safety risks <laughs> to the recipient 17 million people if you are in the age cohort in America of 25 to 64 your excess death rate in America get this guys is 32% you're 32 percent more likely to die in that age cohort now. That's a fact. Where do you get that that's from? Crazy. Society of Actuaries, Edward Dowd. There you go. That's your, that's that's how much more likely you are to die. And they actually say on the American Red Cross, which of course, again, if you believe that they what they believe about vaccines, you're at the southern border because you believe in open borders because you're a globalist like they are. They're just there. They put on the facade of doing good deeds. So that they can receive government money, and so that their executives can become rich. That's it. Love of money is the root of all evil. If you have safety concerns about the potential blood transfusions, please speak with your medical care team. Seventeen million excess deaths, 2021, 2022, and part of 2023. That's where we're at. And they say that look poses no safety risk to the recipient. Okay. Now they, you get all that, and now look at the bottom Q seventy nine. Have you ever had a coronavirus vaccine?
2: <laughs> why does that matter? Why why does that matter? <laughs> did they did I hear you when you said that? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah,
0: good. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, that's about as spontaneous as you can get. Mm-hmm. if if it poses no threat and you're not tracking it, yeah. how are you not tracking it by tracking it? That reminds me of election night. <laughs> We're gonna shut down counting of all ballots while we sit there and count ballots. Right. We're not labeling anything, but we're asking you if you've been vaccinated or not. So, but you're not labeling anything. Then why? Why are you asking the question? So you you can answer yes, no, or skip. Look at the bottom. <laughs> if you answer yes to the question, remember now. Let me read the top part again. We don't label a product containing vaccinated or unvaccinated blood as of COVID nineteen. It's not. Does not enter the bloodstream, lie, imposes no safety risks, risks, lie to the recipient. Okay, then why do you have this on the bottom? If you answer yes to the question, i.e. you've been vaccinated, please call 1-800-RED-CROSS before coming to donate to determine if this will affect your eligibility. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Somebody, Aaron, can you explain that to me coherently? I, no. There's no way to explain <laughs> that. How do you have this on the same form? Yeah, right. We don't label blood products as vaccinated or unvaccinated, but we're asking you whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. It poses no safety risks to the recipient. <laughs> the vaccine doesn't. But if you've been vaccinated, please call us because it, it, could, it could undermine your availability, your, your eligibility for donating blood. <laughs> Amazing. Go, Aaron.
2: Yeah, they don't label it because they don't let you donate blood now. If you're vaccinated, probably.
0: <laughs> well, that, that is a rumor? Yeah. But just so everybody knows, the Red Cross doesn't test for HIV either. Oh, my gosh. At least in the state of California, you're not allowed to. Violation. Wow. Yeah. That's kill. That's going to kill people. Good luck with that. All right. Well, so is the vaccination. <laughs> yeah. All these, listen, it all depends on how many. You're like, how, how come all these people are surviving with the vaccine? First of all. We don't know how many people are going to survive with the vaccine, especially as they continue to get vaccinated, because every time you get vaccinated, your immune system collapses more and more and more and more. Antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome just keeps on taking over more and more of your body. Cancer's through the roof. Obviously, myocarditis, pericarditis, pulmonary embolisms, Blood clotting all through the roof. We know that 17 million folks, 17 million excess deaths that we know about. That's without America and Canada and Australia really reporting as they should. That's all. This is not right wing conspiracy theory. That's 17 million excess deaths. And in Great Britain, I didn't show the video, but Great Britain's now trying to redefine excess deaths now. <laughs> I'll play the video. I'll, I'll get it put on the show. Most of you've already seen it because it was pretty hot on Twitter. Let me show you this Steven Crowder video. Breaking: Red Cross official tells undercover journalists, "Do they do not separate it, separate donated blood based on COVID nineteen vaccination status?" Play it for me.
3: Situations where you're you may be in a car accident or something, you need blood right away. There is a possibility that you'll be getting vaccinated blood. And is there any way for like my patients to know if they were getting you know vaccinated blood or. There isn't any way the blood isn't separated depend, you know, depending on if you're vaccinated or not, it's not separated. The only way that they can get it um, blood that's not vaccinated is if they donate for themselves or if they have a family member that's willing to donate for them.
2: Do you guys like track that?
3: Attract uh, track vaccinated versus unvaxed?
2: Yeah, like ending up to the patient?
3: Um, no, um, so some people have, you know, had the vaccine two years ago and are still experiencing some type of sy- symptoms, so that's why we specifically ask regarding that one. Like, for instance, I've had one donor before call in, um, and after she received the mm-hmm. vaccine, uh, her doctor was able to to find that she had a direct correlation to ringing in the ears um, afterwards, and so we see that as a symptom. So anything abnormal, and it still proceeds to this day. So she essentially wasn't eligible to donate. So that's why we have to ask, just because of any type of symptom. It's not necessarily limited to just fever or nausea or anything of
0: that sort. Hey, can you guys? Can you guys do me a favor and put that other slide back on of the red cross? The red cross slide we had on before the video. Again, it's just easy to read because she's doing the, the she is now you hear this actually live. You have a doctor talking to the Red Cross and asking them, do you know that the blood that I or one of my patients receive is vaccinated or unvaccinated? They're not tracking it is what she says, but yet they ask you before the donation, whether you're vaxxed or unvaccinated. So why would they ask if they're not tracking it? Right? You know, maybe for safety precautions. and then you have the Red Cross saying, "Look at their statement: vaccine does not enter the bloodstream and poses the vaccine poses no safety risk to the recipient." And then you have the Red Cross representative talking to a doctor about post-vaccine side effects. Lies! This is all lies from the Red Cross. Defund the Red Cross. They're nothing but a Democratic Party, globalist, bourgeois, elitist NGO. That's all they are. And they're liars. We're not, we're not, we're not tracking whether the blood we receive is vaxxed or unvaxed, although they ask you whether you're vaxxed or before you give, uh before you give a donation. They say that the vaccine causes no side effects while they're talking about side effects on the phone with somebody who's asking them. They say it poses no risk, but then on the bottom, if you answer yes to the question, the vaccine poses no risk. If you answer yes, I've been vaccinated, call them before coming in. They'll don't even bother to come in if you've been vaccinated to determine if this will affect your eligibility. So are they actually turning away people from giving blood because they're vaccinated? Let's do Midas, Aaron. Midas Gold Group, my one and only sponsor. This will only take 60 seconds max right now. Stay with me. Don't leave because I'm doing an advertisement. This is my one and only sponsor right here, Midas Gold Group. Why do I love Midas? Because they deal only in physical gold. There's no mystical gold out there. There's no gold accounts. You can do IRAs, but it's still physical gold in your hands. Physical gold. Why do you need gold? Look at the onslaught against the dollar. You have the BRICS movement, Brazil, Russia, India, China, China. In South Africa, coming out, and they just added another country. Aaron found out what it was. I can't remember now. They added another country, all going to the Chinese yuan, and while they're transferring all their finances to the Chinese, they're back, they're getting rid of the USD, and switching over to the yuan. They're buying up gobs and gobs of gold. I'm buying thousands upon thousands of dollars' worth of gold this month from Midas. First question I asked them is, do you guys deal in physical gold? And they said, Tom, that's basically all we deal in. This is not a conservative company. This is not a Republican company. This is a MAGA company. They believe the election was stolen from from Donald Trump. They'll say it. This This is not a cuck, rhino, conservative. We've seen those companies come and go. I can name them. I got them in my head. I should name them, but I'm not. So I might make a mistake and get the wrong one. So I'm not going to do it. This is a legit MAGA company. Do what I'm doing. I'm buying gold. CBDC currencies attacking our real currency. Gold is the backstop of it all. Buy gold. And when you do, buy it from Midas and tell them the TLP sent you. All right, let's go to the next one, guys. I have to show you this. This is just, this is just pure. Are we frozen or something? Not all right, we're good. What's the funky stuff on the bottom here? We got bricks on the wall. What's all this stuff? Oh, just ignore that. Okay. Right. Aaron's telling me to ignore it, so I'll ignore it. <laughs> you guys don't see I'm looking at this giant screen in front of me, and I got weird stuff, and it throws me off. All right. I got to show you this. This is pure entertainment on my part. I hope you like it as much as I do. This is Meet Cutes NYC Twitter, uh, Twitter account. Now, I want to introduce you. First, I'm going to show you the fabricated story of Joe and Jill Biden. This is the fake story. It's 42 seconds. Here is the fake Jill and Joe story. Play for me. Excuse me, sorry. Are you two a couple? We are. Yes. Would you mind telling us the story of how you first met?
3: I was set up on a blind date by my younger brother. He uh, called me from school and he said, I go to school with this woman. She, you'll love her. She's beautiful and she doesn't like politics. He called me on a Saturday afternoon and he said, You know, uh, this is Joe Biden. And I said, How'd you get my number? And uh, he said, would you like to go out tonight? And I said, I'm sorry, I already have a date. And he said, well, would you break it? I'm only in for one night. So I said, well, call me back in two hours and
0: I'll see what I can do. And she broke the date and didn't break my heart. Not one thing that was just said there is true. Not one. (laughs) Not one thing. I'll talk about it more in a minute, but this video speaks for itself. This is Inside Edition. Inside of this is no right-wing, uh, right you know, right-wing, it's a TV show, Inside Edition. It is absolutely no bastion of right-wing conservatism. Now, one thing Jill just said was true where Joe asked her out on a date, <laughs> and she said no, or I'll call you back in two hours. She was married. <laughs> Whoops. How, how exactly are you dating while you're married? Tom, what are you talking about? I know a lot of you know this already, and I'm I, I, just being honest with you, this is just for my own personal entertainment. <laughs> so... Here's a true story. Play for me.
2: Before Joe, there was Bill, the man Jill Biden married when she was only 18. Now her ex-husband is speaking with Stephen Fabian in this exclusive television interview.
3: It's going to hurt her. Yeah, it's going to break her heart.
1: He's the ex-husband of Dr. Jill Biden, the widely admired woman who's been at Joe Biden's inside for 43 years. And he has an eye-opening story to tell.
3: I was betrayed by the Bidens. Joe was my friend, Joe was my wife.
1: The Bidens' love story is now legend. How they found true love after the heartbreak of losing his wife, Nelia, and baby daughter in a car crash in December 1972. They even put their tale of romance front and center at the Democratic convention last month.
2: When I met Jill, I fell in love with her when I saw her.
1: As Joe Biden tells the story, he first saw Jill's photo on an advertisement in Wilmington, Delaware in March 1975. His brother, Frank, who knew the model from college, set Joe up on a blind date the following night. The Bidens' love story reads like a classic fairy tale. They saw a movie together on that blind date, fell in love, and never looked back. But Jill Biden's ex-husband says there's much more to the story, claiming Jill and Joe's relationship actually started in 1974, when he was still married to Jill. It was a blind date point blank is that story true
3: no not even a little bit
1: bill stevenson the founder of a popular local rock music venue called the stone balloon married jill when she was just 18 years old jill i met on the beach in
3: ocean city new jersey in august of 1969. sure i fell in love with her because i married her six months later
1: in her memoir jill says of her first marriage i truly believed we were destined for each other Looking back, it may seem like a mistake of youth. According to Bill Stevenson, both he and Jill first got to know Joe Biden when Biden was a county councilman in Newcastle, Delaware. Stevenson asked his help obtaining a liquor license. So you were friends with Joe Biden?
3: Oh, yeah. Not only that, I threw a fundraiser for him in August, raised between $2,500 and $3,000. We got married in 70. I introduced Joe to Jill in 72. Right before... The election in 72, Jill, Joe, Neil, and I were in his kitchen. How do you forget that?
1: That would be three years before that now famous blind date. Stevenson says his first inkling something was up came when Jill refused to go with him to meet Bruce Springsteen, who was booked to
3: appear at the Stone Balloon. He said, uh, "Joe asked me to keep an eye on the boys. And I just thought to the back of my mind, hmm.
1: Then one day, he says a man came into his bar and asked him to pay damages for a fender bender that involved Jill.
3: He looks at me and he says, oh, she wasn't driving. I said, her beloved Corvette, she wasn't driving it. He goes, Senator Biden was driving it.
1: And I went, what? Did you confront Jill at the time and say, what's going on here? Yes, I did. Did she admit to it?
3: She didn't say anything. She just looked at me. I said. You gotta go. You gotta go get your own place.
1: Jill and Stevenson's divorce decree was issued in May nineteen seventy-five. He says the divorce became contentious when Jill asked for a share of the stone balloon, which he says the judge denied.
0: So let's just break this down chronologically, shall we? So Joe says that they went on a blind date. I mean, think about how much of a pathological freaking liar you have to be. I mean, why do you why are you even lying about it? Because you don't wanna know. You don't want everybody to know that you're an adulterer and right. that Jill's an adulteress. You don't You don't want anybody to know that, right? So Joe says they met on a blind date in 1975. Um, they met and were working for Joe Biden in 1972. Three years prior to their blind date. How is it a blind date when you know the person well? That'd be like me going on a blind date with my wife who's sitting over to my left. Hey, let's go on a blind date. Well, uh, we've known each other for years. I know. Let's just call it a blind date, though. <laughs> let's just be incoherent liars for some non comprehendable reason. I mean, like anybody, anybody on the left's gonna care that Joe Biden's an adulterer and Jill's an adulteress because they are. They met in 1972, not their blind date It's all think about how pathological you have to be to be Jill Biden. And bold-faced, and not, they add little caveats to it too. And she turned me down, and I called twice, and called, and I, and I told him I was going to call back two hours later. They already knew each other for three years before seventy-five, and and Joe wrecks her ex-husband's car, but not listen. I mean, think about this: allegedly, they're on a blind date in nineteen seventy-five, but Joe wrecks. Jill's husband's Corvette in '74. Oops. <laughs> it's amazing. It's just like it's like talking about Ilan Omar, who definitively married her brother. There's no argument. Why? Why is this not out? Because we don't have any media. Sorry, we're glitching a little bit right now. Why? Why does nobody even look at? Why does nobody say they're afraid of the repercussions of the truth? They're going to call me a you know anti-Muslim person or whatever else. So you know. They're they're afraid to tell the truth. And I'm glitching bad. All right, we'll call it a night. I'll just call it right here. All right. It's ten o'clock. Almost ten. One minute till ten. So we almost made it. We are having major tech problems. That's what happened to us on Saturday. Tech problems, tech problems. We are in the middle right now, we're in the middle of the computer wants to update. That's what's happening right now. It's basically shutting us down. I don't know. Are we even be able to pull off a post game. We're gonna try. All right, we're gonna try to pull off post game. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Sorry for our continuing tech problems. Tech was perfect. You know, the only time we're having tech problems is when Will's here. <laughs> oh, oh. We're perfect on Tuesday. That's true. That's sucked true. on Saturday, sucked tonight. Yeah. And it's well, Will's here. We blame so anyway, Will. <laughs> I right, didn't get to a lot of the show, but I was going to go 10, 20 minutes overtime. i not going to be able to do it. The computer's going to take a poop instead. Love you all. 800. I can't even tell how many people are watching now because all, all the whole system's crashed. Love you all. Stick with us. We'll get it fixed. Appreciate you hanging in there. Stick around for the post game. If you can, if it works, it works. If not, just go off and, you know relax somewhere else but anyway love you all god bless you be here saturday night 10 30 also on the christian television network just simple hour 56 minutes of fury on saturday night i'll see you then god bless you
1: watching the Tom Lipley podcast, please consider investing in our program. Go to tomlipley.com and donate $25 or more and we will send you this TLP mug warmer. We look forward to you tuning in next week and thank you for giving.